So in this uh, last chapter, Bhagwan summarizes the entire teaching of Gita. So he says that first we have to follow our our uh, Swadharma, follow the path of Karma Yoga. That is the first step. It might take its own time, but Karma Yoga is the main sadhana, first step. And it not only purifies the mind, but it also brings about order and uh, harmony in the world outside. If each one of us do our duties well, then there is no need to fight for any rights also. Everything will be taken care of. And this uh, Karma Yoga attitude purifies the mind. And once the mind becomes pure, then Bhagwan says, you gain the right understanding through the study of the scriptures. Make your buddhi vishuddha, pure, and then slowly withdraw your attention from the world of names and forms and focus your attention on yourself. And remaining in this focused attention on the self, ultimately with with the Supreme Vairagya, in the final state, you drop ahankar, balam, darpam, kamam, krodham, parigraham, and mamatva, and one attains in that state of peace and quietitude, one attains the recognition of one's own self. One as though becomes Brahma. So, Brahma-bhūta-prasanna-atmā, one who has become Brahma, one who has recognized oneself as Brahma, gains that supreme bliss, becomes free of all sorrow and all desires, and sees the same self in all. This itself is called parābhakti, madbhaktim lavate parām. This itself is the parābhakti. So, more about this parābhakti, Bhagavan tells now in the following verse. Verse number 55. Bhaktya maam abhijanati Yavan yashchasmi tattvataha Tato maam tattvato jnyatva Vishate tadanantaram Bhaktya mama vijanati yavan yashchasmi tattvataha Bhaktya mama vijanati Through this bhakti, Bhagavan says one comes to recognize me completely. So this itself is called parabhakti and this itself is Param Jnanam also. So through Bhakti one comes to know God and through knowing God one comes to gain that supreme devotion. So the supreme devotion or Parabhakti and Jnanam is same. The moment one attains that state of Parabhakti, that moment one gains supreme knowledge also. So Bhakta is not devoid of knowledge. 
सो भक्तिया माम अभी जानाती अभी तरह जानाती वन कम्स टू द भक्त कम्स टू नो गॉड और दैट सुप्रीम रियालिटी फ्रॉम ऑल स्टैंड पॉइंट फ्रॉम ऑल इट्स पैसेज यावान यश्चास्मी तत्वतः हु एम आई विथ रिस्पेक्ट टू माई उपाधिस एंड माई ट्रांसेंडेंटल नेचर ऑल्सो द डिवोटी कम्स टू नो भगवान सेस द एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ दैट सुप्रीम रियालिटी एज दिस वर्ल्ड एंड द सुप्रीम रियालिटी बियॉन्ड द नेम्स एंड फॉर्म्स दैट ऑल्सो वन कम्स टू नो द इमेनेंट एंड द ट्रांसेंडेंटल द सगुण एज वेल एज द निर्गुण दे आर नॉट टू बट द निर्गुण इट सेल्फ एपियर्स लाइक सगुण सो यावान हाउ मच आई एम एंड वॉट इज माई रियल नेचर तत्वतः वॉट इज माई रियल नेचर एंड हाउ आई एपियर एज वेराइटी ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन लाइक द वी एट सीन इन द एथ चैप्टर ऑल्सो एज ब्रह्म एज आत्मा एज अधिभूत एज अधिदैव एज अधियज्ञ ऑल आर द एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ द सेम सुप्रीम रियालिटी अलोन तथो मां तत्व ज्ञावा विशते तद अनंतरम एंड हैविंग रेकग्नाइज मी हैविंग गेन माय नॉलेज भगवान सेज दैट डिवोटी और दिस नोवर एंटर्स मी दिस जस्ट वेरियस वर्ड्स आर यूज्ड व्हाट इट मींस इज दैट वन बिकम्स वन विद दैट सुप्रीम रियलिटी विशते तद अनंतरम ही एंटर्स गॉड enters god means becomes one with the lord just as ganga becomes one with the ocean or the the space in the room becomes one with the space outside once the walls are brought down the space inside the room and outside the room becomes one even when the walls were there they were not different they were one only but we use the term that they, they become one just as a grammatical uh, to make grammatical sense similarly bhagwan says that uh, once a person gains this bhakti he gains that knowledge and having gained that knowledge becomes one with me so what it means is once we follow this path of spirituality ultimately one comes to recognize that i myself am that brahma i am brahma aham brahmasmi aham means i and that i now is associated with other things with body with mind with senses all this is our false associations they get dropped when one gains knowledge or when one gains this para bhakti and one comes to know that i am that brahma so tato mam tatvato jnatva vishate tadanantaram so this is the highest gain ultimate destination indicated in bhagavad gita and it is indicated in all our scriptures this is what we have to attain this is what our ultimate goal is and this is the essence of uh, the teaching of bhagavad gita 
Though in the world people focus more on karma yoga only, no doubt karma yoga is mentioned. Karmanneva adhikarasti, whenever people quote Bhagavad Gita, they quote that statement only. But the purpose of karma yoga is to reach this destination. Karma yoga is a vehicle to make us arrive at this destination wherein one comes to recognize one's own self, self-discovery. And only with that we become free of all our bondage, all our limitation, all sorrow, pain, fear, everything comes to an end. That itself is called Jivan Mukti or Moksha or Brahmanubhuti, Ishwaranubhuti, whatever various names are there, Nirvana, all these are names of the same supreme state of enlightenment. Therefore, Bhagavan says, you follow this path. So since Arjuna had not reached that state of uh, enlightenment, he was still at that initial level of karma yoga. Again, Bhagavan is now telling, reminding Arjuna that you follow this path of karma yoga. So he says in the next verse, Sarva karmanya pisada Kurvano madve pashrayaha Matprasadadavapnoti Shashvatam padam avvayam Sarva karmanya pisada Kurvano madve pashrayaha Sarva karmani api sada kurvanaha madvapashrayaha. Bhagavan says those devotees who perform all their karmas uh, taking refuge in me. Sarva karmani api. Shankaracharya ji says api means even nishiddha karma, even those karmas which are uh, wrong and negative, though those karmas we should not perform, but one who is absolutely, totally surrendered to that Supreme, then whatever karmas happen through his body, it doesn't uh, create any bondage for that person. So, sarva karmani api sada kurvanaha. So, performing all actions, mainly in the initial stages, all our duties, all fulfilling, all our responsibilities, taking refuge in Ishvara. Ishvara is myself, but myself identified with all is called Ishvara. And when I identify with only one particular body, that is Jiva. It's like the ocean and the wave. I am the ocean and I am the wave. But when I become the wave, I feel I am different from that ocean. So ocean is like the Ishvara and wave is like Jiva and Brahman is water. Wave is also water, ocean is also water. But in the initial stages when we are identified with our own body and consider ourselves as a limited being, then we are a wave, we are a Jiva and in that state Bhagavan says, you offer all your karmas to Ishvara. 
सर्वकर्माणि अपि सदा कुर्वाण सो ऑलवेज परफॉर्मिंग फुलफिलिंग वंस ड्यूटीज टेकिंग रेफ्यूज इन गॉड ईश्वर कंसिडरिंग दैट ही इज माय मास्टर आई एम परफॉर्मिंग ऑल कर्मास फॉर हिम विथ दैट एटीट्यूड दैट आई एम नॉट वर्किंग फॉर एनी इन दिस वर्ल्ड I am not doing karmas for myself, nor for my family, nor for my society, nor for any country. But I am working for Ishwar, and luckily Ishwar is everywhere. So one need not feel uh, that oh, you are working for Ishwar. Meri liye nahi kam kar rahe ho. Ishwar is there in your heart also. Ishwar is there in everyone's heart. But that should be our attitude that we are the सेवक्स ऑफ ईश्वर नॉट ऑफ एन इंडिव्यूजल नॉट ऑफ अ फैमिली बट ऑफ ईश्वर इन द सर्विस ऑफ द लॉर्ड एज अवर गुरुदेव इज टू से सो कुर्वाण मद व्यपाश्रय सो ऑलवेज परफॉर्मिंग एक्शन फॉर ईश्वर वॉट विल हैपन भगवान सेज बाय माय ग्रेस बाय माय ब्लेसिंग्स मत प्रसादात अवाप्नोती शाश्वतम पदम अव्ययम यू विल एटेन द सुप्रीम स्टेट ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट इटर्नल स्टेट ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट शाश्वतम मीन्स इटर्नल पदम अव्ययम इनडिस्ट्रक्टेबल दैट स्टेट ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट यू विल एटेन बाय माय ग्रेस यू जस्ट कीप वर्किंग फॉर मी विथ दैट एटीट्यूड योर माइंड विल बिकम प्योर ऑटोमेटिकली नॉलेज विल डॉन इन टू योर हार्ट एंड यू विल कम टू नो my what you call your oneness with me as i said that uh, escalator so when you step on the first step it will itself take you to the highest step so that first karma yoga itself will convert into bhakti and that will convert into knowledge and that will raise a person into that state of meditation and that enlightenment will happen so mat prasadat by my blessings here arjuna you will attain that eternal indestructible state so what you have to do is just develop that attitude of karma yoga this is the most important sadhana this is the main sadhana karma yoga is not about performing a lot of actions it is not about performing a special type of action it is not something which is done only at a particular moment or time or only on a particular day but it is an attitude which one has to develop and it remains 24 hours so there is no moment when one is not a karma yogi Hmm. it's not that na abhi after evening you know i am not a karma yogi nothing like that 24 hours that attitude should remain and that itself will purify our mind and then the whole remaining journey will become very smooth and easy but once is my by my blessings and grace you will attain the supreme state of enlightenment therefore here arjuna you work you fight this war he says in the next verse 
ಚೇತಸಾಕರ್ಮಿ ಮೈಸನ್ಯತ್ಪರ ಬುಧಿಯೋಗಮುಪಾಶ್ರಿತ್ಯ ಮಚ್ಚಿತ್ತಸತಂಭವ ಚೇತಸಾಕರ್ಮಿ ಮೈಸನ್ಯತ್ಪರ ಚೇತಸಾಕರ್ಮಿ ಮೈಸನ್ಯಕರ್ಮ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಯೋರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ವಿತ್ ಯೋರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಕಾಯನ ವಾಚ ಮನಸೇಂದ್ರಿಯೇರ್ವ ಬುಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮನಾ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ಸ್ವಭಾವ ಕರೋಮಿ ಅದ್ಯತ್ ಸಕಲಂ ಪರಸ್ಮೈ ನಾರಾಯಣ ಸಮರ್ಪಯಾಮಿ ಭಾಗವತ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಯು ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಚೇತಸಾ ಮೈ ಸನ್ಯು ಡೆಡಿಕೇಟ್ ಕರ್ಮಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟು ಮೀ ವಿತ್ ಯೋರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಅಟಿಟ್ಯೂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಯೋರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಟ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ವಿಸಿಬಲ್ ಆರ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ಸೊ ಒನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಅಟಿಟ್ಯೂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಫಾರ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಅಟಿಟ್ಯೂಡ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ವರ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಫಾರ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಸರ್ವಿಂಗ್ ಗಾಡ್ i am working for him and whatever i do is his worship that attitude we have to bring chetasa in our mind hmm. not we have to say something or something like that but it is an attitude so even while walking one should have that attitude that i am walking for the lord i am breathing for him i am speaking for him i am eating living for him so all this has to be brought out in the in the mind so chetasa sarvakarmani mai sanyasya and matparah another important factor is considering bhagwan as parah as the supreme destination performing our action for him and considering him as our supreme destination see in the world sometimes we work for some company but we don't consider that as our supreme goal or destination we might work for some person but we don't consider that person as our ultimate destination but here we have to work for bhagwan and consider him as our supreme destination mat paraha considering him as the ultimate that finally i will have to i will become one with him finally i will uh, i and uh, god will become one there will not be any division there will not be any difference and uh, also while performing this karma again another fine tuning we can do is buddhi yogam upashritya taking health taking refuge in buddhi yoga buddhi yog means our understanding buddhi is our intellect and the understanding which is reached in the intellect should become steady with respect to god or with respect to the supreme reality buddhi should be tuned to the ultimate destination ultimate goal 
our intellect should be tuned to the ultimate goal. Just as in the world also those uh, planes and all, they are constantly in touch, wherever they are, they are constantly in touch with the, what is it called? ATC. Ah. Wherever they fly, then they from one zone to another zone also if they go, they are in touch. So at every moment, their movement, everything is controlled and uh, regulated by those uh, ATC. If that flight or the plane goes up, down or goes wrong, then the ATC immediately tells them that be careful another plane is coming. So you drop down your, uh, what you call, height from this so many thousand to so many thousand and all those things and speed and all. So similarly, one, when one works in this world, our, our attention, our buddhi should be tuned to God. In, in, in bhakti, in uh, bhagavat and all, it says we can tune to God by constantly remembering his name. Ah, whether we remember his name or we remember his uh, nature uh, as that supreme, as infinite, satyam, jnanam, anantam, brahma, whatever way, one attention, buddhi should be tuned to that Lord. It's like that in the, in the defense also they have those missiles and then those missiles get locked. Suppose one has to hit the uh, target, moving target of the enemy. Hmm. Then they, they lock the missile on that target. So wherever the target moves, the missile also will move because it is locked. And then finally it will hit it. Similarly, our buddhi should get locked to Bhagwan. Wherever we move, our attention should be there. That is called buddhi yogam upashritya, taking refuge in buddhi yoga. With our buddhi, get connected to God. And mat chittaha, keep your chitta, keep your memory, keep your emotions also on God, on that supreme reality. So my remembrance also should be of God. My understanding also should be of God. My mind also should be on Him. And constantly I should perform whatever action as a dedication, uh, as, a, as a offering to that Supreme. That is what Bhagavan says, Satatam Bhavahe Arjuna, you become like that. You become of this nature. Your mind should be on me, your intellect should be on me, your memory should be on me, and constantly you perform your action as an offering to me. Satatam Bhava. If you are able to do this, then you will become free of all your bondage and gain that state of enlightenment. It says in the next verse, Machetta Sarva Durgani Mat Prasadatta Rishyasi Atha Chetva Mahankarat 
नश्रोष्यसी विनक्षसी मच्चेतुर्गाणी हा मच्चित्त वेन यू बिकम मच्चित्त वेन योर माइंड योर इंटेलेक्ट योर मेमरी एवरीथिंग इज ट्यून टू मी इन ऑल योर एक्शंस यू आर कनेक्टेड टू मी दिस इज अ दिस इज अ प्रैक्टिस एंड वंस वी आर एबल टू डू दिस देन वी आर ऑलवेज इन ट्यून इट्स लाइक लाइक नाउ वी आर इन इंडिया if we don't have to think we don't have to constantly remember or constantly chant something india india or something we know that we are here in india it is there in our first we have if we go to a new country first the thought comes in our conscious mind then it goes into our subconscious mind and then it goes deep into our unconscious mind similarly first we have to tune with god with our conscious mind that is our conscious sadhana first step is a, to do conscious sadhana to be aware of your sadhana then it should it will go into our subconscious level wherein we will suddenly that thought and all will keep coming but it is at that subconscious level but if one continues with our sadhana then it will go at the unconscious level then you don't have to do any sadhana then it is already being done for you yes kabirdas ji says that previously i used to chant ram 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 and go after ram but now ram chants kabir 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 and comes after me i don't have to do anything i just relax on my khatiya and he does the chanting it's called ajapa ajapa spontaneous the sadhana goes on when it goes at the unconscious level in the subconscious and the conscious we have to put forth little bit effort but once it goes deep then one doesn't have to do anything so that is what mat chittah it should go into our memory chitta is our memory bank so in our memory the connection should be with that supreme reality for that we have to consciously get connected so mat chittah sarva durgaani mat prasada tarishyasi all the obstacles durga all the obstacles you will be able to cross by my grace bhagwan says sarva durgaani mat prasada tarishyasi you will cross over all obstacles means this samsar with all its ahankar kama krodha lobha moha madamatsar all these are obstacles abhiman damba darpa all these are obstacles which gives rise to sorrow pain tragedy you will be able to cross over these obstacles by my grace if you keep your attention on me so mat chittah sarva durgaani mat prasada tarishyasi so this is a beautiful advice now given to arjuna and through arjuna for all of us because what is applicable for arjuna is applicable now for all of us but then what prevents us from following bhagwan's advice 
that is also another obstacle, that is our ahankar, our pride, our arrogance, our vanity. And because of that vanity, arrogance, pride and all, we don't listen to advice. Actually, advice are the last thing which anybody listens. People ask for advice. Even to us, they come, Swamiji, kuch advice de do. If you are intelligent, you should not give advice. Nobody follows advice. You just simply ask. Some people are collectors of advice. They have the notebook and they collect advices of people. So Bhagavan says that I have given this advice to you. But if you don't follow it, you are in trouble. He says, Atha chetvam ahankarat na shroshyasi. Because of your ahankar, because of your pride and ego and I know everything, I don't have to listen to anybody. I, I, I know what Bhagavan Krishna will tell me, I know. So, athachet, athachet means if, not that you will do it, but if at all you are thinking of this, then I am warning you. Athachet tvam ahankarat nashroshyasi, if you don't listen to what I am saying, he says, I won't force you, but what will happen to you? Vinaksha, see, you will get destroyed. Because this is a fact which Bhagwan. it's not Bhagwan's uh, what you call, it's not a, something, his personal uh, path he is showing or something. It's a natural, factual thing is expression. It's like somebody saying, that don't put your finger in the fire. If you put, your finger will get burnt. Not that that person wants to punish you or think ill of you, but he's just stating the fact that if you do this, then you will get burnt. If you follow my advice, Bhagavan says, you will cross over all obstacles. You will cross over this samsara by my grace. I will help you. But if you don't listen to me, then you will get destroyed. And don't come to me then crying. Oh, Bhagavan, I have got destroyed. Please help me. Athachetvam ahankarat nashroshyasi vinakshasi. Vinakshasi means get totally destroyed. In the, in the second chapter also Bhagavan talked about this vinash. Buddhinashat pranashyati. Buddhinash, there he was talking about jayato vishyanspumsaha sangaste shupajayate. Sangat sanjayate kamaha kamat krodho vijayate. Krodat bhavati sammohaha. Sammohat smriti vibhramaha. Smriti bhramshat buddhinashaha. Buddhinashat pranashyati. So, buddhinash happens means we are unable to decide and take decisions or take uh, uh, proper uh, judgment of our path. We will get destroyed. Here also Bhagavan says, I am giving you this good advice. I am giving you, showing you the path, showing you the goal. I have told you all the reasoning also. Throughout Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavan, whenever he spoke something, he gave uh, authority of the scriptures and also very sound reasoning. He says, even after all this, if you don't listen to me, then Vinakshasi, you will get destroyed. Arjuna says, may think that, no, no, I will, I will, you know, I will follow my own path and I will be able to uh, do my own thing. 
Bhagavan, another very powerful thing he says in the next verse. Yadahankaram ashritya Nayosya iti manyase Mithesha vivasayaste Prakrate swamni yokshate Yadahankaram ashritya Nayotsya iti manyase Mithesha vivasayaste Ah, Bhagavan says, if you take refuge in your ahankar, your sense of doership and you, your pride and ego and all, and if you decide that I will not fight, yad, yadi, yad ahankaram ashritya na yotsyeti manyasi, if you think or if you decide that I will not fight this war, Bhagavan says this is a foolish decision. Mithya esha vivasayaste. This your this resolve or your this decision is in vain, is false. Why false? I will not fight. He says, Prakriti, your nature will make you fight. This is a very strong statement. He says, Prakriti stvam niyokshasi, your niyokshati, your prakriti, your swabhav, apakshatriya. The Shaurya and all what was indicated before, Shauryam Tejo Dhritesh Daksham Yuddecha Api Apalayanam. That is your Swabhav. You are a Kshatriya. You might say that no, I will not fight, but your own nature will force you to fight. So there is only one choice available to you. Either fight willingly or by force. There is no other choice. It's like sometimes children, they say, I won't go to school. You will go to school, mommy tells him. Mommy is the prakruti there. <laughs> mommy says, you will go to school. Either you go willingly or you, Javardasti, I will carry you and put deposit you in the school. So that is the choice given to us. Either we... Force, we are forced by Prakriti, then the actions can become vikrut. Then things can go wrong and that leads to more and more bondage. Hmm. If we are forced, if we are driven by circumstances, then it can lead to more, uh, what you call, more vasanas, more uh, negativities. So best thing is to understand our prakriti, understand our swabhav, be in tune with it and act according to uh, the swabhav, dedicating our actions to the supreme. It's like suppose somebody says, I will not breed. Prakriti will force you to breed. Otherwise you will have to leave the prakriti and go. If you are within the prakriti, you cannot just say that it is not under your control. It is not under the control of ahankar. See, ahankar is part of prakriti. Ahankar is not the boss of prakriti. Ahankar is one aspect of prakriti. It is like the 
one of the branches of the tree is saying that I will make the tree move and this and that. You are also branch of the tree only. You are not a separate entity. Similarly, this ahankar is also part of prakriti. We have seen in the seventh chapter also. Bhumi rapo nalo vayu khammano buddhirevacha ahankar itiyamme bhinna prakriti rashtadha. This ahankar is also part of prakriti. Aham, manabuddhi, chitta, ahankar, they are all prakriti. So if one part of it, it's like the little finger saying that I will see that you will not go here and there. Finger ko leke hum chalte hai. Finger cannot control our body. Finger cannot say that, no, I will not allow you to go. I will pull you back. What pull you back? How can you pull you back? Similarly, Ahankar, if it says that I will not fight, he says your resolve is mithya, is in vain. He says, prakriti stvam niyokshasi, your prakriti will force you to fight. Bhagwan has already said, this war has already happened. You have already fought this war. Now, only thing is, you can create an attitude in your mind and go through the whole process and you become free. Otherwise, forcefully you will be going through the whole process. It's like little children when you take them for a drive, uh, they want to see outside and all the window and what is happening. But after some time they go and fall asleep. So even when they are asleep, the journey continues. Journey doesn't stop. So either you remain awake and enjoy the scenery, or you remain asleep and go through the journey. In this journey, if we remain asleep, we remain bound to this samsara. But if we are awake and go through the journey, we have the chance, we have the yeah, chance to become free of this samsara. So that is what Bhagwan says, ki mithya esha vivasaya stay, your vivasaya, your decision, resolve that I will not fight, is mithya, is vain. It's like a person who is falling down, he is saying, I will not fall. It continues falling down. One person actually went to a swimming pool, he went on top and he, uh, what do you call, one dived from top. And as he was in the air, he asked the person who was swimming there, how is the water, is it cold? He said, very cold. And he tried to do all gymnastic on top to prevent himself from falling, but he can't do anything. He has to fall down. Similarly, Whatever one decides, if it is against Prakriti, our decision is vain. It has got no value. Bhagavan says, it's ahankar ka decision. Ahankar without understanding decides anything. It has got no value. Therefore, in our life, many times we decide something, it doesn't work, because our decision might be against, not in tune with our swabhav. So he says, Mithya Esha Vavasaya Ste, Prakriti Stvam Niyokshasi, your Prakriti will force you to act. Therefore, hey Arjuna, don't have this false uh, uh, pride. Listen to me, 
and fight this war with proper attitude because this is the chance you have the choice of that attitude you you have the choice if that choice you don't take then you get bound if you take that choice then you become free while the action is happening according to prakriti you can become free or you become more and more bound that is the choice so further bhagwan says स्वभावजेन कौंतेय निबद्धस्वेन कर्मणा कर्तुं नेच्छसि अनमोहात् करिष्यस्य वशोपितत स्वभावजेन कौंतेय कर्तुं नेच्छसि अनमोहात् करिष्यस्य वशोपितत इसे स्वभावजेन कौंतेय हे कौंतेय हे अर्जुन दैट बाय योर स्वभाव व्हाट स्वभाव दैट ऑफ शौर्य आदि ऑफ द क्षत्रिय बाय योर स्वभाव निबद्ध यू आर बाउंड you are bound by your swabhav and by its action svena karmana by the action of this swabhav which is your own swabhav you are bound by that karma and bound by this swabhav so if you kartum na ichchasi yan mohat because of your delusion confusion if you don't have desire to fight or desire to perform that action then karishyasi avashopitata bhagwan says then you will perform that action helplessly avashah helplessly you will go through that whole process of fighting this war this sounds very very uh, what you call fatalistic type but that is the fact that we are bound by our swabhav we have to understand our swabhav and utilize our swabhav for our enlightenment we should not fight against our swabhav we should not do anything try to do anything against the swabhav but understand it and use it for our evolution for our enlightenment like in uh, some form of uh, martial arts and all like judo and all that uh, if suppose you are fighting with an opponent and he is quite a strong fellow and you are little weak you don't have to worry about your weakness but you can utilize his strength to defeat him if he is falling on you pull him more towards yourself and throw him down i mean <laughs> i mean be careful i am just giving as an example ha huh. that uh, his own strength is used to defeat that fellow if you try to resist and fight with him then it is not possible if he is running towards you then make him run more and throw him down so that is the technique in uh, some of this martial arts like judo and all similarly if uh, we have to understand our swabhav 
and use it for our own benefit. It doesn't matter whether we are Shudra or whether Vaishya or Brahman or Kshatriya and what is the proportion combination. It doesn't matter at all. What matters is we should be true to our Sobha. If we try to imitate someone, try to go against it and all, then it creates a disturbance in our mind. And when the mind is disturbed, one cannot meditate and recognize the self. Mind becomes calm and peaceful when it is not resisted, when it works according to Swabhav, then mind is absolutely perfect. It's like suppose you are walking on the on the road or in a in a garden or sometimes on a hill and all. If you maintain your pace of your walk and your heartbeat and your all those things, then you can walk long distance because you are walking swabhavik. But if you try to rush, try to become a little, go out of your swabhav, then you won't be able to go far. Similarly, when we are walking on this path, we should walk according to our own pace according to our own sobha. It doesn't matter if others are walking faster than you or slower than you. Don't have to worry about them. Because each one is following an individual unique path. It's like the rays of the sun. How many rays are there in the sun? Anyone counted? Infinite, countless rays are there. Huh? But each ray of the sun is, is different. It is at a different angle altogether. So the sun, it falls, the rays, each ray is different. So the path of each ray is unique. So, suppose I am one ray, then I have to just follow my path backwards and then come to recognize that sun. So that is the idea behind this swabhav. This swabhav is a very important word. So we have to find out what is my swabhav, what is my genuine, uh, what you call nature, as per sattva rajagun, the percentage. Huh? Not swabhav doesn't mean that, oh, my swabhav, you know, I am very lazy, that is my, that might be your swabhav, but that is your guna, then tamogun, that is recognition of tamogun, which has to be utilized for seva. It has to be utilized for, because for Shudra, if that quality is there, then seva. You cannot say my sabha is no, my sabha is to take coffee. That is not that is not called sabha. That might be your habit or foolishness. That is a different story. Sabha is gunas. What is your sattva and these three gunas, as I said, are good as well as bad. If they are, they are utilized properly, they can lead us to the Supreme. They are not taken care of properly, they lead to bondage. So everyone, by Swabhav, are good. So it is not a Swabhav is bad, that is a wrong statement. He, is, he has got a bad Swabhav. No, there is no bad Swabhav. That he might have misused his Swabhav to become bad. 
that might be there. But Swabhav is not bad. So that is what we have to recognize and utilize it the best possible way to attain the supreme state of enlightenment. Now Bhagwan says in the following verse, it's a very famous and beautiful verse, slowly is concluding his teaching. So he says that how, how this swabhav works, who is making this swabhav, who is handling this prakriti, if my, I am not under the control of my own this life, if I, have, I cannot do what I want, everything happens according to the swabhav. Who is the master of this swabhav? Who is the master of prakriti? Bhagavan says, I am the master of prakriti. Ishvara is the master of prakriti. Ishvara is making everything happen. It's like the ocean. If the waves are told that, oh, wave, Miss, Mr. Wave or Mrs. Wave, that it is not that you are waving. It is the it is your swabhav which is making you wave. Suppose a wave is rising, the whole current underneath is making that wave rise. If the wave as it is rising, it decides, I don't want to rise. He says, you cannot. You cannot do anything about it. You have to rise. You have no choice. You cannot say, no, 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 I will just relax here. He says, no, whatever you have this, you have to rise. But what is that power which is making that wave rise and not only this wave rise but the other wave rise also. That is the power of the entire ocean. That entire power of the ocean is in that ocean. Similarly, what makes my swabhav make me function, your swabhav, his swabhav, it is Ishwara who is, who is the master of this, all the swabhav, all swabhavs together are called the Prakriti. So he is the master of Prakriti and makes everything move. And that is what said in the next verse. Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam Vriddheshirjuna Tishthati Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudhani Mayaya Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam Hridhesherjuna Tishthati Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudhani Mayaya Ishwara Ishwara That Ishwara, the Supreme Master, God. See in our scripture, God is used. I mean the term for God is Ishwara. Ishwara means the master, the ruler, the boss, the top, the top boss, Ishwara. And Ishwara alone is called and Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, these, uh, Saraswati and Lakshmi and Parvati and all different aspect of Ishwara only. Ishwara is one. Ishwara alone is called Devi or Devata, Shiva, Brahma or Ganesh or whatever the different Devatas we worship, 
is all Ishvara. One. His names are different. Just as one person sometimes is called different in different areas and all. In the office when you go, he is called some by some name. Boss or something. In the society he is called something else, Babuji. Somewhere else he is called our coach. At home, I don't want to tell what. <laughs> so at different places he is called different. Same person. <laughs> Similarly, God is one. But some call him Vishnu. Some call him Shiva. Some call him Brahma. Some call him uh, Saraswati. Lakshmi. Parvati. Kali. Various names. Krishna. Rama. Various names. Of one Ishwara only. Ishwara is one. Ishwara Sarvabhutanam Riddesh Arjuna Tishtati. Where does he live? Bhagavan says he lives in everyone's heart. I live in everyone's heart. Sarvabhutanam. Sarvabhutanam is in all beings. In all beings, not only in human beings. Some People have funny notion that God is only in human beings. He is in animals also. In the, in the, in the little insect, in a virus, in a bacteria. Everywhere. Sarva Bhutanam Ridhi. Ridhi means in their heart. Heart means in their very core. In their very essence. You may say, no, some beings don't have heart. In their very core. In their very essence. God is residing. Riddhi, Riddeshe, Arjuna, Tishtati, He Arjuna. He resides in the heart of all beings. So he is all pervading. Even in matter, in living beings, everywhere Ishwara resides. So being in all, he controls all. Therefore he is also called Antaryami. Antaha, Antaha Yami. Antaryami. Means remaining inside controls everything, everyone. Being the sky, he controls the sky. Being the air, he controls the air. Being in the heart of all, he controls all. So, Riddhi Esha Arjuna Tishthati. And what does he do? He says, Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani. I make all beings move. Means function. Brahmayan. Brahmayan. Brahman. Sabko gumata hu is katputli okitara. Like a puppet, like puppets. Bhagavan says, I make everyone move. It is not the individual who is acting, it is the totality which is acting. Individuals have a notion that I am acting. And this notion is very strong. But it is the totality which is acting. And the and the totality is there in us, in the sense Ishwar is residing. Totality is there in every part. It's like a hodogram. Totality is there in every part. Means in every heart, Bhagwan is complete. Not that he is only part, thoda thoda sab tukda sab ki mein. In everyone, he is 100% God. Not 0.001%. So, 
भ्रामयन सर्वभूतानी मेकिंग एवरीथिंग मूव एंड फंक्शन हाउ यंत्रारोढ़ानी लाइक अ मैकेनिकल डिवाइस लाइक अ मशीन सी यूजिंग द एग्जांपल ऑफ अ मशीन हियर सी मशीन्स दे फंक्शन अकॉर्डिंग टू द रूल अकॉर्डिंग टू द प्लान यू कैन प्रेडिक्ट एग्जैक्टली व्हाट द मशीन विल डू If you know everything about the machine, you can exactly pinpoint. It's like from here, remaining on Earth, they send those satellites on other planets. Just imagine, they don't have any human beings are not there in that planet, in the on the in the satellite, in the rocket or whatever, and they send it to see what the soil on Mars, whether it contains life or not. They send this. Exactly where it will go, and on that Mars, which is the spot it will land, it will land dumb, करके, and then it opens up and start moving around and collecting samples. नहीं, you must have seen on television, huh? Samples it collect, it analyzes sample, it sends photographs on Earth. These people remaining on Earth, they see अरे वाह, बढ़िया photograph भेजे हैं. स्माइल करना तो बोलना सही चीज एंड टेक फोटोग्राफ सो नाउ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग सपोज यू आर देयर ऑन मार्स आई एम नॉट सेइंग आई एम देयर ऑन मार्स बिकॉज इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट सिचुएशन देयर एनीवे सो सपोज सपोज हाँ यू आर देयर ऑन मार्स एंड यू सी दिस सैटेलाइट कमिंग डाउन देन दिस कमिंग आउट एंड डूइंग ऑल दोज वर्क एंड यू आर लुकिंग एट इट You will try to see how it works. उसी के अंदर देखोगे उसके पुर्जे में देखोगे यहां देखोगे वहां देखोगे Even in your wildest dream, you will not know that it has been controlled by someone sitting in NASA. Suppose somebody comes and says, it is controlled by NASA. He says, what NASA? It's similarly, if it says Maya, it's what Maya and all. If it is said that it has been controlled by NASA, I will not believe. I will say, "What nonsense! How it can be? I am seeing it right in front. It is acting in front of me. The the source must be inside." Similarly, each one of us, we feel that this body is acting. Then, its source under it, कहीं पर कुछ होगा. I only must be controlling. You are not controlling. Ishvara is controlling. Ahankar is not controlling your life. Ishvara is controlling your life. भ्रामयन सर्वभूतानी यंत्रारूढ़ानी मायया लाइक अ मशीन लाइक अ वन हु इज अटैच आई मीन लाइक अ मशीन यंत्र यंत्रारूढ़ानी मायया बाय माय पावर ऑफ माया बाय हिज बाय हिज पावर कॉल्ड माया भगवान अलोन Controls all the everything, everyone. It's a very, very different type of cosmos which we experience. It has been, it is, and God is not at one point staying there and controlling. He is not sitting in NASA and controlling. Yeah. God is everywhere, in everyone's heart, and He controls everyone. It's a very strange sort of mechanism and strange world Bhagwan has made, and He has given us choice. 
that you come and work for me and we don't want to work for him he says mere liye kaam karo then you will i and you will become one otherwise you will roam around thinking falsely that you are doing it in the bargain you will only suffer choicelessly you will suffer you will think that i want to go there and prakriti will make you go somewhere else whenever you think i want to go there and you go there you will feel happy not that you have made yourself to go there but prakriti was anyway going there it's like you are sitting in a train and uh, like so you have a desire i want a train to move on the left hand side sometimes because of the route if it moves left you become happy sometimes it doesn't move left you become unhappy similarly our desires if they are in tune with prakriti we become happy if they are not in tune with prakriti we become miserable so this we have to comprehend and the the nature of ishvara and the presence of ishvara and all our actions we should dedicate to ishvara and when we get tuned to him perfectly then we become free from the sense of doership and when and what is spontaneous action spontaneous action is allowing ishvara to do his work without thinking that i am doing that's called spontaneous action spontaneous action means not fear acting but we are just allowing action to happen without our interference interference of ahankar kama krodh lobh moha madmatsar if they are not there then the action goes on spontaneously as per bhagwan's will ishvar ichha so this is a very powerful thing and it should be understood in a proper way yeah, it's not a fatalistic uh, thing which is said here but it's the fact so having understood this bhagwan says that you surrender to me surrender to ishvara that is what is said now it's a very beautiful verse in the next verse bhagwan says tame vasharanam gacha sarvabhavena bharata tat prasadat param shantim stanam prapsyasi shashvatam tame vasharanam gacha अभावेन भारत हां सो दिस टू वर्सेस द प्रीवियस वन एंड दिस वन इज द वेरी सार इट इज द कंक्लूडिंग वर्स बट अगेन भगवान रिपीट्स सम इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट्स बट हियर दिस टू वर्सेस आर लाइक हिज कंक्लूडिंग टीचिंग then out of his compassion he says i will again tell you the sar but here he concludes therefore in the next words he say iti te jnanam akhyatam thus i have given you the knowledge so the sar is understand that ishvara is residing in our heart 
and the heart of all beings and he alone is performing all the actions making everything move so what should i do surrender to that ishwar that is the final advice after saying everything bhagwan says you surrender ki tameva sharanam gacha tam ishwaram eva sharanam gacha you surrender to that ishwar alone surrender means you identify with ishwara drop your sense of doership and let ishwara function through you let him function through you just as he functions through your body and makes you breathe makes the heart function and there we don't think that i am doing it right the heart automatically keeps on beating we don't say i am doing it but when it comes to mind thinking and all we feel i am doing it so one has to dedicate surrender everything to bhagwan the sense of doership itself is surrendered so tameva sharanam gacha you surrender to him take refuge in him sarva bhavena with all your feelings with all your personality with your mind with your intellect with your vaani with your body you surrender to him completely just as one surrenders to sleep one surrenders to a supreme person similarly one surrenders to ishwara one just let go of our own and see it happening you see it happening she's like a like a person let us say one who dives from the sky diving and all people do so then in the beginning they might be very 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 rigid and all but later on just surrenders and the sky and the breeze and all takes over or you might have seen some birds flying some of them they they flap their wings with so much of effort and all ne right? but some birds are there they just surrender to the wind they just they keep their wings span and just let go so if the sometimes the breeze brings them down or sometimes it takes them up and they just fly similarly bhagwan says you just let go of your ego understand because understand this properly ha huh? sometimes the ego tricks us it has not surrendered but it might just create an action of surrender ha huh? so don't come under the trick of the ego but actual surrender should happen so that is the ultimate through this surrender then one reaches the state of enlightenment because that ego itself is the block itself is the vigna which goes away so tameva sharanam gacha so having understood the greatness of ishvara one surrenders to ishvara it's like uh, first we try to fight with ishvara and all with fight but then afterwards we realize that fighting is no good we just surrender so tameva sharanam gacha sa 
सर्वभावेन भारत विथ ऑल अवर पर्सनैलिटी विथ ऑल अवर एटिट्यूड विथ सरेंडर टू ईश्वर देन वॉट विल हैपन इसे तत्प्रसादात बाय हिज ब्लेसिंग्स बाय हिज ग्रेस यू विल गेन पराम शांतिम सुप्रीम पीस इंस्टेंटली यू विल एक्सपीरियंस सुप्रीम पीस पराम शांतिम एंड पराम स्थानम एंड द सुप्रीम प्लेस और स्टेट ऑफ ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट प्राप्तसी यू विल अटेन शाश्वतम दैट इटर्नल स्टेट ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट ऑफ वननेस विथ गॉड वट एवर नेम यू कैन गिव दैट इज इटर्नल इट इज नॉट डेट आफ्टर रीचिंग इट अगेन वन कम्स बैक इन टू संसार और आफ्टर एटेनिंग इट देर समथिंग मोर टू बी अटेन इट इज द अल्टीमेट सो भगवान सेज दैट बाय हिज ग्रेस मीन्स बाय ईश्वर एज ग्रेस बाय हिज ग्रेस one will attain the supreme peace and the supreme state eternal state of enlightenment so our only the job is sadhana is to surrender and this surrender will happen only when we follow the path karma yoga bhakti jnana dhyana and all and then in the supreme state of meditation this surrender will happen surrender complete surrender will take place and there will be total paradigm shift total transformation total change is like a person who is uh, who is uh, dreaming and is fighting with some tiger and all and getting totally disturbed then some person tells him that you just surrender to the whole situation and you will wake up in your bedroom comfortable free from the tiger this is nahi nahi let me fight with the tiger you just relax so when one relaxes suddenly you find that i am in the waking state which is totally different from the dream similarly when this surrender happens one finds oneself as though in the lap of god one with bhagwan the whole dimension the whole thing shifts there is a total shift in the uh, experience so these two verses you please remember the very important and they are the sar of the entire teaching of the bhagavad gita and bhagwan also will uh, then again out of his compassion again he repeats but in a different language the same thing that you surrender sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja you surrender to me i will take care of you we have uh, what we do now we will uh, we will do the remaining verses tomorrow